0: It's not there but yet I still have confidence in her I have a faith in her I have a confidence in her I know she's going to do what she's going to do I know that I, I, I'm confident I could trust her among a million men you, you understand whether I'm happy with her at the moment or not because that has nothing to do with my emotions it has to do with her character it has to do with her nature I trust her nature and character I don't trust my feelings my emotions you, you understand but too many Christians today we don't know God we don't know his word we don't study his word and that's evidenced by how much people show up to Sunday schools yeah. right so we're, we become emotional Christians yeah. wow. and that's, that's, that's you're on you're, you're a playing ground that you're going to lose guaranteed right. 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 when we base our faith on what we feel at the moment today will be here but tomorrow will be there the I don't feel like God is, is loving me today right. you, you don't understand if you knew God that statement is stupid right. Right. because God is love So if I'm having a hard day, it has nothing to do with whether God loves me or not. It's just that I'm having a hard day. Mm -hmm. Things happen. Get over it. Grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Sorry, sorry, really we have to get to the place where we get back to the solid bedrock of god's word and when we put god first and we start getting to know god when we go through the vicissitudes of life the changes the idiosyncrasies the insanities out there we'll just go back to god and say god thank you for the strength you give me today because i can do all things through christ who strengthens me greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world I got slammed about two weeks ago. I mean, absolutely slammed in my workplace. Just, I mean, uh, uh, just a, one after another. Tong, 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 You know, the vexing, tormenting type of slam? And I went to God. I said, okay, God, let me know what's happening here. See, because he's my rock. He's my bedrock. He's my anchor. I understand things come and go. I understand I could have $1,000 in the pocket today, and tomorrow I might have nothing. Because that's the way life is. It's not because God loves you or doesn't love you. He loves you. Get over it. That's it. Final. Punto y coma. He loves me. Amen. Amen. Say it number. He loves, he loves you. That's it. End of story. That's it. I, I was talking to somebody just yesterday. And they were telling me how freaked out they are because um, they use their debit card a lot. And they use their debit card to make purchases. And they just found out that somebody done clean them out. So all the money they had in their checking account gone zip nada zilch fortunately there's a situation not situation there, there, there are steps right now where he might be able to recover it in the old days you, you lost what was in your checking account you, you were gone but I think now there, there's, there's some steps that he can take uh, but what I'm trying to say is here today it could be gone tomorrow but my relationship with God is here today, here today and it's here tomorrow He's with me today. He's with me forever. You see my point? So if you get to, to know God's nature and character, even though the world around you goes up and down and sideways and all sorts of crazy, you can stand with absolute confidence and, and peace. And, and, and by the way, it's a type of peace that passes understanding. Yeah, what, what the peace that God gives you is peace in the midst of the storm. He does not... Avoid, or rather he does not have us avoid the storm. Many times we have to go through the storm because there's a a journey we have to take. Remember that Jesus, in order to journey to our deliverance, he had to go through the cross. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are things we have to go through. Come hook or crook, we have to go through these things. But when God is with you, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Right? So I'm going through the moments that I don't understand, when I'm going through uh, people accusing me, when I'm going through issues that, that, that greatly affect me, uh, that hurt me because people can hurt you, yeah. family and friend alike. I still know God is with me. Yeah. And Lord, I, you're going to teach me something in this process. And so what, what I do is I pray the will of God into the situation. I cancel assignments of the enemy in my prayer. As enemy you meant this for bad but uh, I'm, this is going to turn around in the name of Jesus let your blessing come forth I cancel any assignments of the enemy and father if it's me help me so that I could adjust my behavior maybe something I did that caused the situation so maybe a good I'm sorry might help maybe a good change of habit, habit might help but help me because see we're very, we're very self deceived many times we create a lot of our issues and then we want to blame everybody but us A sign of maturity is when you start taking responsibility for your actions. I know 50 and 60-year-olds that to this day, I know because I manage uh, people, and it's amazing to me how fifties and 60-year-old people are self-deceived. And to, that, to, to this day of their lives, of, of the evolution of their lives, they still don't accept responsibility for their actions. I've had people threaten my life because I've had to fire them. Because of their continual bad habits and attitudes and and just terrible, terrible staffing uh, habits and tendencies. And after, if anybody knows me, you know I don't immediately come after people. First thing I'll do is I'll pastorally attempt to help, even at work. And I'm a union member. So by necessity, I have to take them through a journey. Right? Right? And even after this journey, many times still, oh, you're just harassing me. I'm harassing you because you're late every day and I'm telling you you shouldn't shouldn't be late. You understand my point? So there there are things, you know, and people get angry. And then when you remind them, oh, you know, you better watch your back. See, when it gets to that point, I'm going, okay. Self-deceived. Self-deceived. Is there anybody in the church like that? I don't know if it's a good word. Nobody's saying amen. All I'm hearing is ugh, ugh. And then faces, you should see the faces. Oh my God, the faces. <laughs> but see, God wants us to get to the point where, where we have such a relationship with him, where he can talk to us and say, my son, my daughter, you're off here. And you need, you need me to help you in this area. And we fight with God many times because he's talking to us and we're ignoring it. Some of us, you know, as soon as God tells us, you need to adjust this area, this behavior, because you're my daughter, you're my son, and I love you, but this is getting in the way of your spirituality. It's getting in the way of your future. It's getting in the way of your inheritance. It's getting in the way of your, you know what they do? Señor, reprenda el diablo. I rebuke the devil. You know, because any type of correction. Oh, so you've done it too, huh? Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, because we don't believe that that could be God's voice. How dare God be talking to me that way? Well, think about it. Wouldn't you want a friend to tell you the truth? Amen. Right. Amen. If you were mismatched, clothing, I mean, you understand? If you were missing a sock or something. Really, really, if you, if you shaved your mustache the wrong way, you went out and just, you know. Wouldn't you want somebody to tell you something? Really, I mean, mean, wouldn't you? Let me get gross here a moment. I'm going to get gross here a moment. Can't get gross as church. Well, think about it. What if I had like a little, you know, little thing right there? If you were my friend, you tell me. Pastor, can you go to the bathroom a second and blow your nose? (laughs) Because you have a critter there that, you know, no matter what I do, I'm just looking at that. Oh, look, look. I can't focus on what you're telling me. Isn't it true? Sometimes you hang out with people and then there's something there and you're like, oh, yeah, what are you? Oh, maybe you didn't hear a thing. They said, you lost it. I want a friend that will tell me the truth. I want a friend that will be real with me. Amen. Years ago, I, some of you know this, but for, those, for the sake of those, years ago, you know, I'm a huggy guy. I'm just, it's the way I've always been, you know, hug the guys. You know, I, I, just the way I am. Too. So one of the brothers, uh, you know, one of these man hugs. Yeah, how you doing, brother? He goes, he goes, and he keeps on holding me. I'm going, yeah. He goes, Pastor, you, you know, I love you. But, you know, you really got to put a mint on today. <laughs> you need a mint today. <laughs> how am I always pretty? Huh? Excuse me! <laughs> uh, so I went. Thank you. I appreciate that. I right. Be right back, everybody. <laughs> Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! God bless you. <laughs> but you know, I, n- nobody had done that to me before, yes. and I was shocked that he even did that. And you know, some I appreciated it. Yeah. 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 Everybody else, right? You know, give me yeah. some, man. Pass the man. Got them. Uh, He must ate some garlic this morning. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm there, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Praise him in the morning, in the noontime. And meanwhile, everybody, (laughs) whoo. And nobody's telling me a thing. Is that right? Hey, listen. Somebody's got to say it this way. Because otherwise, all we do is teach these ice cream things. Who is speaking into your spirituality? Who's speaking into your life? Is the Holy Spirit in communion with you? In other words, are you in communion with the Holy Spirit? Are you communing with His Word? And in this year, 2013, expect greater insanity. That's what I said, guys. (laughs) 2014. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This year, 2014, like I said before, it's going to be more insane. They're out for blood. Everybody's out for blood. There's no love. Look what happened with our our New Jersey governor. That boy might have blown his presidential aspirations. But what if he's innocent? What if it was just a micro thing happening in the midst of a macro environment? What if What if he actually didn't know? It doesn't make a difference. Just the insinuation. Right now, there are lawyers coming at them. They want all of his, his emails, um, any inter-office memorandum. They want the size of his underwear. I mean, they want it all. They go, yeah, I'm, they're after blood. They want it because this is just the environment. Haven't you sensed that in your job? Yeah. Haven't you sensed that? It's almost people, are, I, I don't understand it. Well, it's not the Spirit of God. It's the spirit of the world. Who is going to mentor and model something different? Well, those that know God. The world doesn't know God, so they cannot reflect His love. They cannot reflect His glory. They cannot reflect His grace. But we do. See, so this year, 2014, we have to now pull back and say, okay, where am I in my relationship with Almighty God? Now I ask that to each and every one of you privately. Each and every one of you. Now it's no longer congregationally, it's just me and you in the room. Where are you in your relationship with God? Years ago we used to say, are we playing church? In other words, are we doing all it takes to look like we're in good relationship, but we're really not? Because we're really good at that, by the way. We're good at looking the part, but are we truly playing the part? If it's really, is it really faith backed up with works? Are we reflecting the love of God? Are we reflecting the grace of God? For God so loved that he activated. Are we activated? Or are we secret service, deep undercover CIA Christians that nobody knows who we are? See, this is very important because God's going to share his anointing in a mighty way this year. You know why? Wherever much sin abounds, much grace abounds even more. So God is looking for his willing vessels in which he can uh, pretty much move freely through them in such a way that the love of God is going to be shown uh, in a big way this year through you and through me. Point to your neighbor and say, he's talking to you. you. God's speaking to us today. We're worried about the weirdest things. We're worried about things that tomorrow nobody will care about anymore. But yet God is saying, no, no, look, look into the eternal. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. If you're dead in Christ, desire the things from above. You see? But we're desiring the things from beneath, from below. So this week, as as we get sent back out there, because we are the sent ones. Mm -hmm. Ecclesia. The, 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 the ones separated, the called out ones, the ones that have been called uh, to his marvelous light, out of darkness, so that we could show forth the praises of him who loved us. Hallelujah. See, So when you go out there, where is your practical Christianity? Where are you applying it? What are you reflecting? When I go to the mirror, who do you think I see? Well, I certainly don't see Elder Jose. I see a reflection of myself, right? right? Well, didn't Jesus make us in his... Image and likeness. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what did you say there? You said he created us in his image and likeness. So if you say that, and, and if we reflect his image and likeness, what are we going to share? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Can somebody tell me? love of Christ okay what else his ways, his ways? okay okay and his ways are, are wonderful his ways are beyond comprehending in other words he'll do things in and through normal vessels that will give an extraordinary or supernatural deliverance in others right and, and not for nothing but there is no other vehicle beside the church because that's what he decided in Christ there's gonna be a nation that is born of unique human beings mm-hmm. reconnected with him the church of Jesus Christ that is gonna do that I am not gonna wait for other well when he does it I'll start when she does it, no I'm gonna do it myself whatever I can I'm not gonna be worried if he's doing it if she's doing it they're not doing it they're, no what can I do because the Bible says that when I do these things it is well pleasing unto God i can please god even though 50 people around me aren't and it's not about me boasting as say yeah i please god this way you didn't ha <laughs> ha no but you know in your heart when you're doing right you know in your heart when you're doing the things that you know please god why because the word says so well okay well i don't know what pleases god well what does his word say what does his word say enter passcode It says, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name, but also doing good and sharing with others. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Are you doing good? Are you sharing? Are you blessing others? Praise God. Faith, and I'm going to close with this. Thank you, I appreciate that. See, he did something good. (laughs) Very appreciated. Faith, according to Hebrews 11.1, is raw material. Faith is substance. Faith is evidence. But only faith in action is what pleases God. In Hebrews 11.6, it it says this. It's impossible to please God apart from faith. So what's faith? Right. Substance of things that we hope for. In other words, it's tangible. It's tangible. But faith in what? Many people have faith in their faith. And that's useless. Yeah. Because I can only, my faith is only as effective as the person I believe in. You see my point? So what is real faith? Faith is confidence in somebody else's ability or in something. So when we have faith, just as a generalization, on my potential, that's good, but we're flawed. We can err. We can fall short. Actually, the Bible says we all fall short. But if I have faith in Almighty God who never fails, now my faith is ironclad. Now the things I do in connection with him, in connection to his word and his promises, when I apply his word to situations and circumstances, now we're talking some serious, heavy-duty, supernatural faith. You You see my point? So we need to get back to the rock. It's not just, well, I have faith. Well, the Bible says demons also have faith and they tremble. See, it's not, not a matter of having faith or I believe in something. Yeah, people out there believe in rocks. Yeah, they believe in stones. They hold them and they believe that it has power. I have faith in people. You have faith in people also. It could be a family members, so mom, dad. But many times they fail. See? But thank God for forgiveness and understanding that none of us are perfect. We continue to have faith in each other and we restore that faith. But ultimately, if my faith is in God, then if he fails me, she fails me, it's okay. Because I I knew they were imperfect anyway. Can everybody point to me a second? Yeah. Just say, he's imperfect. imperfect. Thank you. Uh, You know, it doesn't give me confidence, but it's the truth. (laughs) No, think about it. No, no, you know why? Sometimes we put people in pedestals. Some people worship T.D. Jakes. And that was not the way it was supposed to be. Some people worship Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. It's not the way it's supposed to be. See, all, all I am is a, um, a child of God, a servant of the Lord, or whatever it, Like you are. My, my assignment is different. But once you put a faith in a man at that level, at the level where you're supposed, uh, supposed to be putting your faith in God, yeah. you, you got the equation wrong. Yeah. And right. that faith is faulty. Don't. So faith is actual material. And here's what I love about faith. Faith lives in two realms at the same time. So in order for us to put God first, what we need to do now is get into a correct relationship. Then once we get into con- correct relationship, now we can look at our present and our future in a different way. Wow. See, we've had faith in the wrong thing, so when we look at our future, it's not promising. I just spoke to somebody right there. I'm just, I, just felt, I, I felt that, that breakthrough right there. Oh, that's what's been happening with me. But when we have faith in God, now our future becomes more clearer. Because I know that at the end of the day, even though I have to go through a storm, I'm going to come out through the other side. Because when Jesus said, let's get on the boat, let's get to the other side. While the, the men, his disciples, were in the middle of the journey of getting from side A to side B, a storm broke out and they went to Jesus. Jesus, what you, you don't care that we're perishing? He said, I said, we're going to get to the other side, right? Mm-hmm. What he didn't say is, you're going to go through the storm in between. And that's what happens many times. He tells you you're going to get there and then you go through a storm and you think God forgot. God knew about the storm. Thing is, if he told you about the storm, you would have never went in the first place. (laughs) Today I'm getting more mm's than amens. (laughs) But that's all right. That's all right. See, so my point is, if I have faith in God and his word and he starts showing me the better future, now by faith, because faith is substance and evidence. I can go into my future, and my future, based on God's promise, becomes my substance for today that qualifies my inheritance, that states that's what I'm having. And the Bible says faith is now. Now faith is the substance of things. So faith is never tomorrow. I'm a one of these days, one of these days. You ever heard anybody say that? One of these days. No, no, I got mine now. I, I, I believe God now, and I know I don't have it tangibly, but I have it in my spirit man. And I know it's just a matter of time till that thing manifests. Why? Because I, I, I am confident of his character and nature. I confide in him. Now, myself, I confide in him. And in my relationship with him, I know he is well able to do above uh, 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 exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or even think. So if I'm thinking it, God is going to do a lot more. He's going to do a lot better, a lot greater. So this year, this year is the year, praise God, like I mentioned before, of maturity. God has brought us through a lot of fights. He's brought us through a lot of wars. He's brought us to a place to mature us. And now, in a more mature state, we're going to confront situations that before in the past, we confronted them and ran away. Mm-hmm. We confronted them and, ran and, and gave up. Mm-hmm. We confronted them and felt defeat, defeated. Mm-hmm. Right? But this year, we're going to confront them again. And this time, we're going to come back and say, now I'm a different person. I'm a different person. I'm not going to give up. See, because faith doesn't give up either, by the way. Mm -hmm. Faith is a pit bull of the worst kind. You know why? Faith throws, um, you you know, if you have a ship um, and you have it moored into the dock, Mm -hmm. faith gets rid of the ropes. Say, I'm going, I'm not coming back. You, You know something? There's no give up in faith. Faith knows God said it, I'm going with you. During the process, you're going, oh my God, oh my. it's all right, I'm still going with you. There's no give up. You, you understand? And, and Hebrews, uh, I believe it's Hebrews 13, talks about that, about people that start believing God, and after a while, they just give up. The Bible says God is not pleased with people like that. Yep. But you, don't be that. Be the person, the overcomer. Be the one that starts with God, and you might slip, you keep on going. You slip, and you keep on going. You get right back up. The Bible says the righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. Say to your neighbor, I'm getting back up. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I'm not, down. I'm not staying down. Praise God. Sometimes you stay down long enough just to get a little bit of air, you know, just get some breathing back and boom, go right back into it. Praise God. I'm not giving up. Amen. Because Amen. Amen. God called me. Amen. And, and, and in the area where he called you, in the, in the field where he called you, in the region where he called you, this is your year to shine. So, so say to your neighbor, turn on that light. Praise God. It's time to turn on the light. Turn on the wisdom of God. Let it flow through your lips. If you have just three verses, start using them abundantly. God will give you a fourth verse and a fifth verse. Praise God. You're at a certain position in, in your job now. Amen. Serve with all of you got. You don't know the doors that God's going to open this year. Praise God. You're in school right now. Don't worry about it. You, 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 you say to yourself, I'm not the sharpest pencil in the box. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference because many of the sharp pencils, they think they're big and uh, big and bad and they get disqualified because they have bad attitudes. You're the one that's going to come up like cream. You're the one that God is going to show forth. He's going to boast on you. That's what I'm sensing. I'm I'm sensing that God wants to boast on us this year. He wants to take us to places, have other people looking. How? Well, my God is able to do abundantly, abundantly above all that I could ask or think. I, I want you to start thinking that way because that's the mood of the Holy Spirit. He wants to take you into positions of authority. He wants to bring you to positions where you're going to be able to speak a thing and, and start shifting an atmosphere and start shifting a community, start shifting a family, start shifting individuals around you. Praise God. All that you've been through. It's not something that okay, gone and bye and that's it. My best days are behind me. No, that's not what the scripture says. The, the, the scripture says that the latter is always better than the former. So if you had some victories, that was just warm up. The victory is about ready to give you is going to be a lot greater than what you ever thought, a lot greater than what you ever planned. Hallelujah. So this is not the time to sit down and start taking a break. This is the time to get active. This is the time to start believing God for some great things. This say to your neighbor, it's time to believe God. Some great things, praise, praise God. God. So, so you need to shake off, shake off some, shake off some of that uh, 2013 rust. Say to your neighbor shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Hallelujah! Come on, say, shake it off, shake it off. Shake off that rust, praise God, because God wants to work in you uh, greater things than you ever realized. For God so loved the world that He included you as part of His plan and and design, praise God. For God loved you so much that He made you part of His family. For God loved you so much, praise God, that He anointed you, hallelujah, amen, to make make a great difference in this society, in this time. This is your time, praise God. The, The year 2014, the year to shine. The year to mature and the year to mentor uh, this uh, for others. This is a year to reflect God, to reflect His love, to reflect His grace.